0: Dennis Stauber, first in the house tonight. Big D checking in from Rango, Illinois, right behind him. Bruno Coppola. Laconia, New Hampshire, where the 99th rally just finished. It's official. Hell may have frozen over. That's right. We're on time. <laughs> Does anyone know the host motel yet? Good question. So we'll talk about that tonight. Um, obviously, Brian's talking about smoke out smoke out smoke out smoke out smoke out is going off like a runaway train i'm so excited it looks like uh this is going to be one crazy time we'll talk about the host hotel actually you can check out all of the hotels that we're working with in the area i believe there's like six of them in salisbury they're on thesmokeoutrally.com, along with a ton of other information hey We're getting ready to go live with this one. I'm Chris from Cycle Source Magazine. I'm going to be your host for 90 to 120 minutes of all the two-wheeled motorcycle bullshit we can fit. Great show tonight, and uh, things are heating up. We're looking at Sturgis like the barrel of a gun, but tons of events to happen between here and there. And we're going to talk about a bunch of the stuff we've been doing here in headquarters, getting ready for all this great stuff, and getting ready for smoke out. Shop Talk going live in two and a half. Stick around, let's see them comments. Mike Draco in the house with us. Good to see you. Jeff Spaulding. Another month before surgery. Now no, South you know South Dakota. Surgery. <laughs> Rob Doerr in the house, Greg White, Greg, I owe you a phone call, I'm so sorry, um, Greg reminding us that today is Father's Day,
1: oh
2: man,
0: <laughs> Father's Day, it's like the consolation prize of holidays, you know what I mean, there's like all these other great holidays that people get presents and cards and all this great stuff, and then Father's Day, kind of a hearty handshake and a good job Bear, Dad. <laughs> Oh, man. So, Greg White, yeah, congrats on the new bike. Gary Raphael in the house with us tonight. Gonna be awesome, man. Everybody's starting to pull in. The lot is filling up outside. We're getting ready to go live with this one in a minute and a half. Listen, don't just be an observer. Shop talks about getting involved. We wanna hear from you. Don't just let us babble on like a bunch of idiots that comment box that you see on the screen that'll be on and off throughout the show and anywhere you're watching from you are welcome to put your questions comments and concerns in there and uh, we'll try to bring them up throughout the show if nothing else tell us what we're doing wrong going live in just a minute some of the, some of the, our greatest greatest people here in the world steve burles is with us tonight lance baxter mm-hmm. it looks like ashley woodford's in the house god awesome and we're uh we're running the countdown right out the back door i guess it's time to get this one out of the station up on the rails let's go live with tonight's episode of shop talk here we go Ramps and chopper jockeys all across the land it is just after 9 p.m. 901 closest we've been to being on time I think maybe ever that means it's time for another episode of shop talk Sunday night's favorite motorcycle program it's good to have you guys here I'm Chris with cycle source magazine I'm gonna be your host as always I'm joined by the crew
3: hey hey
0: <laughs> <laughs> Heather has a big girl microphone and camera tonight, Mark. Can you she's, even handle she's it? She's all grown up. I know. I'm so proud of her. I am the tiny she's mean, acorn. She's mean to me, but she's all grown up.
3: Oh, please.
0: Listen, I'm I'm going to agree with him. So here's the deal. Get the picture <laughs> out. Let, let's talk shit right off the bat. Oh, we're, we're, we're jumping because right into it. it's Father's Day. You know what I mean? Like, I think that certain latitudes should be afforded to a man on Father's Day. Call me crazy. Can we get it up there? Hang on, let me let me go to Mark because this is this is the item that's on on the table to talk about. So Mark has an opportunity to buy this wonderful old pickup truck roller. It's a beautiful old truck. Now let me fill you in on the backstory here. Mark has had a rolling chassis that
3: he. <laughs> oh
4: boy!
0: See that? See the? See the mute button? <laughs> so Mark has had a rolling chassis that he bought from Big Ricky.
4: Rick like 100 Kaufman. years ago. I know. And it's. He's We've been had, looking for the right piece to go on it. There's the issue.
3: Ashley, you don't know. So you just hold your horse Just hang on and let just me tell the rest on. of the
0: story. So he's had this chassis, bench built motor, tranny, has a nine inch rear end. Ready it's, to roll. It, everything is ready on it. It needs a body put on it and it can be, and again, it can be driven and sold. In, let's
4: keep in mind, I could have bought 40 ford bodies right i won't put a ford body with a chevy motor it's not you know what i mean you just don't cross paths there Mm
1: -hmm.
4: so So, chevy finally found the chevy that i want you know unless somebody else out there has something nicer you know you can always (laughs) but i think we should do a poll tonight on who absolutely that i should get this Mm-hmm. you absolutely mark help?
3: you should get it and put it at your house Have you seen all the things
4: at my house this that is, is
3: not my problem that's why they're your it house. house it is a little bit
4: your problem it, it is, is. No. Yeah, some of that
0: no. some of that stuff some you, of that stuff don't push it
1: Why? Wow, what is yours <laughs> you feel that's
3: from, there oh
0: half of the shit that's in his trailer is mine
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> oh christopher lewis
0: <laughs> but this is what i'm saying there's an opportunity here. So if I'm pouty tonight, everybody knows why. Because I'm no always in such a good mood. There's an opportunity here to put this body on this chassis.
3: Shall I go down the list of things that there's been an opportunity to make money on? <laughs> I'm just saying. That are still this, sitting there?
0: This uh, well. this is what
4: happens wah, if that chassis wah, 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 meets that wah. roller.
3: Yeah, uh-huh. Right there. No. Mm, no.
4: I All cr- right. If I cry anywhere through
0: the show, everybody knows why. So it is Father's I'll bring you Day. a hanky. <laughs> It is Father's Day. I want and to you wish. Can make a dance. Everybody who has suffered the rigors of of childbearing or child raising, however you want to say it, I don't want to get political here. Oh, uh, boy, you call it what you want, baby. <laughs> but <laughs> anybody who is, has has uh, had a kid and and gets the the right to claim today as a holiday, we want to wish you a happy Father's Day. It's a it's a special day for us and my daughter got me the most bitchin' present. Like, out of the blue, she's on the road somewhere doing her, her big girl theater life stuff, and she calls me up and sa- and FaceTimes with me so that I can open my Father's Day card and my present. This is what she got me. <laughs> A rat- no, so, so, like, if anyone knows about this whole Pop Funko thing, I think they're ridiculous. I, I don't understand it. They're little cartoon statues of stuff until... So, until she found Rat Fink as a Funko. And now, she
3: finds you the coolest ones. She got you Rat Fink, <laughs> she got you Evil Knievel, and she got you Lemmy.
0: I know, she did get like, Lemmy. Like you have a
3: Lemmy Pop Funko. That's
0: Yeah, that's pretty she cool. She did get Lemmy. She did get Lemmy. So anyway, that was that was my that was my big Father's Day present that and Smalls got me a humongous card but And nugget? I don't know how they signed it. Did Did he pee on it?
3: (laughs) No, like, huge. And I have to say, just on a serious note, like, I have to thank you for when somebody else stepped out, you stepped up and you truly became a father. Like to a teenage girl Like in the middle of the worst possible time in her life She's a teenager She's moving It's her senior year She's got all this stuff Dude, going on and Mark, like, do you
0: remember how oh, upset yeah. she was with all of us? She hated everyone We, we made that yeah. poor girl move 600 miles in her senior year it, She it, didn't want to talk to anybody But on
4: the other note She came to real fast and oh, yeah. then jumped oh, yeah. in So, yep. I mean, obviously You can't help but to love us You know?
3: <laughs> right but Christ no, you, serious, you seriously stepped up, and like that takes a very special person to do that. I'm giving
4: some credit, but I'd never do that live in public in right. front of anybody. Hey, you know what I mean, listen,
0: it, it was it was a, it was a blast. You know, all, all the years not having kids of my own, at least any that were brought to my attention. Um, <laughs> wow, <laughs> I'm just saying.
3: I keep waiting for that.
0: It was it was an absolute blast, though. You know, getting getting to know Amelia was like getting to know myself. It's kind of scary. So oh, she porn. did bring
4: a bit of a light into the whole
0: crappy situation oh, yeah.
4: we have going on right here. Yeah. So,
5: and
0: mm. and she she found a way to make it her own. I mean, she still we still have people that ask about her and when yeah. she's going to be, you know, when she's going to be doing stuff again, and they love to read her column. So hey, listen, uh, lots of stuff to get to with the show tonight. Greg White mentions that he has Slayer and ZZ Top Funkos. Nice, so. Ooh. absolutely. Um, Don from the Chase is in. I know him.
3: Don Gilmore.
0: (laughs) Don Gilmore, Chase Rider. Uh, Lots of stuff to get to tonight. We're going to cut right now to the first thing we always do, your favorite and mine, Little little uh, program we like to call the news. (laughs) (laughs) The Shop Talk World Report is brought to you by Law Tigers. Get the compensation you deserve and get back on the road with Law Tigers. If you wonder why I was stammering, it's because I could hardly contain myself to get to this first story. I promised Mark and Heather in pre-show that I wasn't going to refer to this as batshit crazy, but it absolutely is. yeah! Johnny Depp's Crybaby 1955 Harley Davidson KH Auction. So, wow. whatever. If you saw Crybaby. $250,000 is the opening
3: bid. 1990
0: John Waters film starring Johnny Depp. You probably shed a tear of your own when Wade Walker's 1955 Harley Davidson K O H was destroyed in the movie however this is Hollywood in the demolished 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 motorcycle <laughs> I just I want to get to the shit talking so
4: bad you ain't kidding I got like 12
0: of them so blah 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 Johnny Depp wah, blah wah, blah blah you know why he's selling that right oh <laughs> <laughs>
4: My you know God. why
0: he's selling.
3: Is he's... there any, any iota of professionalism in this Absolutely.
0: No. No. Did you see any Absol- of that court case? Oh, my no. God. Dude, that went I right couldn't out the waste window. any
3: brain cells on Listen, it. It was so ridiculous.
0: You had to. You had no. to. If you suffered through any of the great catastrophes of like oj and all the all the bullshit yep. that's been that's been televised that was without a doubt oh it was the ridiculous. most ridiculous thing that i've ever saw on television i think
3: it was most ridiculous because it actually wasted me, that me much too i feel that the same much way. of people's headspace yep. like it was on the news every day like it was ridiculous it's most
0: ridiculous that people have enough money to live crazy ass lives like that. Like some of the shit, some of the shit that they did. Are you just
4: well, jealous? We Oh, <laughs> we I am. I am. We should have had a picture of it in a cocaine frenzy, laying on its side, or or like a picture of the the bike poop in the bed. Bill you Stevens know? said, "Wonder if she pooped on that."
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was the best part. Oh my you
4: know, God. you pissed
0: your old lady off when she goes into your bedroom and poops on your pillow. That's, that's nuts. That's
3: a- on
4: <laughs> i just can't you it's, know, it's sad, that good the sad part about it is they're gonna do nothing but make money on that oh yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah how
0: ridiculous it, it didn't matter people at the, the end of the their day their own effing business it didn't five matter five at the end of the day who won or lost that case right. we lost they won yeah and we, i'll prove it to you when both of their books about the
4: shit are in the bestseller category. yeah exactly it's ridiculous oh. and people get up and go to work and kill themselves every day and can't make a living Sad. Because <laughs> maybe
3: you can be the next Jack Sparrow.
4: Um, I can't. Oh boy. Why not, you, you, you a pretty that. good,
3: Jack Sparrow?
0: He's, he's ruined. He's ruined the character. Yeah. <laughs> and the pearl. And the pearl's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so next up oh. in the news, next up, AMA, America's Outdoor Recreation Act receives unanimous committee vote. America's Outdoor Recreation Act of 22 sailed through the Senate Committee on Energy and Natural Resources without a single dissenting partisan vote. Introduced by committee chairman Joe Manchin of West Virginia and Joe Barrasso of Wyoming, the landmark legislation comes with a bevy, AMA-supported acts, the Colorado Outdoor Recreation and Economy Act, the Simplifying Access to Outdoor Ac- Recreation Act, Recreation Not Red Tape Act, the Gateway Community and Recreate. You ever wonder what the people <laughs> in government are actually doing while... While we're paying taxes, while we're finding ways to pay taxes for them to do all of this shit, they're coming up with 53 different ways to call the same work something different. An act. (laughs) It's ridiculous. That's a bunch of bullshit act. How about that? Let's call it that. So anyway, the act aims to enhance outdoor recreation opportunities on land managed by the federal government. They might as well do something with it. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a long show, Heather.
3: Can I just tap out now? No, I'll come back at the end one at a time. To I do. No,
0: we're just getting ready to talk about the twenty-two we distinguished have, gentlemen's ride, we have a guest. and it broke record, nearly six million dollars raised for prostate cancer research and mental health. Now, this is definitely um, every year; it's a uh, a topic that's near and dear to Heather's heart because she. Lost. Yeah, we
3: need to start partaking in this. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree. Uh, yeah. Just straight up, we need to start doing it.
0: For a lot of years, Mark, and you'll remember this, when Heather was still uh, doing a lot of the operation stuff with Broken Spokes, she had her own event that um, went for for prostate cancer research, and that was in the name of her her late father who passed away from that illness.
3: Maybe I should do that again. In four years, just my little charity that we did, and (laughs) I just did a small event up in Laconia. I was able to donate $24,000 to the local hospital. For for prostate cancer patients. And it was specifically to the underfunded prostate cancer patients. So maybe maybe we should, CycleSource should take that up again. I don't know.
0: Well, after two years of pandemic-related social distancing and solo riding, the distingu- Distinguished Gentleman's Ride returned to pre-COVID fashion on Sunday, June 5th. The response was record-breaking. The global event which takes place along alongside Movember, raised close to $6 U.S. million to help fight prostate cancer, support mental health, and prevent suicide among men. Big kudos out to everybody who participated in that. So that that thing, Heather, give everybody a little bit of of backline on what the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride is.
3: So it's kind of a a kitschy event, so to speak, and it goes right along with the title is Everybody Dresses in period correct for their motorcycle suits and proper attire to be a distinguished gentleman. Um, and they they get sponsors and there's different events throughout the world actually on that one day and you can host your own event um, in your city and you can have teams and or you can just go out and ride on that day and people sponsor you kind of almost like a walkathon. Type deal, right on. Um, but it all goes towards men's health, and I think that's a it's a super good thing.
0: Hey, can I lighten the mood up a little bit Please. with a suggestion? Okay, so I think CycleSource should do our own event, but it should be we shouldn't crowd them, right? No. we should let them have their thing instead of you know moving in on the distinguished gentleman part because we can't be distinguished. So we should be the dirty biker bastards, and our money should go towards testicular cancer research.
3: No. <laughs> Man, there you are that's with our,
0: that word again today. That's a new word.
3: You had me right up until that, but I actually kind of like that. The only thing I would like to do is offer on-site PSA screening, which we can do, and you can get yep. the results in the privacy of your own home. So. Way,
0: way to take it to a serious place again, Heather. It is serious. I know, but hey, you, I said, I'm, can I lighten the minute. mood up?
3: I'm going to borrow oh, Flash's boy. line for a minute. <laughs> Don't be, Don't a, be a douche.
0: <laughs> okay, back to the news. How about that? How you like me now? Hmm.
3: Back to the news, Larry.
0: Wallace to serve as 20 <laughs> Did she really yep. say that? Yep. Where did you learn that line? I don't know. Wow. He <laughs> just made it. Wallace to serve 22 Sturgis Motorcycle Rally Grand Marshal. So Rusty Wallace has been doing a lot of stuff with his uh with his Southern Comfort Com- Customs. Yeah, Southern. Uh, Comfort did I say it Southern
3: Country customs, Southern
0: country customs, Southern comfort oh, is an were. alcoholic beverage. We were all drunk there know, for a second. That's it. He, but he's been killing it with that. They're they're building bikes like crazy and having a great time. Um, but in Sturgis. Racing legend Rusty Wallace has been named the Grand Marshal for the 22 Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. Wallace was a 1989 NASCAR Cup Series champion, 1984 Rookie of the Year, 55-time Cup Series race winner. His accomplishments have been widely recognized both on and off the track. He's a member of NASCAR Hall of Fame, International Motorsports Hall of Fame, National Motorsports Press Association Hall of Fame, and Missouri Sports Hall of Fame. Wallace is known too many for his work as lead analyst of MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR. Now, here's the thing about this, though, that they don't talk about. Anyone who who has known this cat for a long time, like, we've always had the privilege of seeing him in the crowd. Like, he would not in the crowd, obviously. He always got all access passed to whatever we were doing. But he was always there. I mean, like, Such a nice guy, too. And he's been as much a staple in Sturgis as the damn statues. Yeah. You know, so...
4: And it's, like, he's not, he's one of those, he's one of those guys that has done it all. And yet he's so approachable. He's just a really yeah. nice guy.
0: Oh, he's a good Fun old, old, to talk to, good old yeah. country boy. Yeah. yeah good yeah, old good country boy. To. So, Hey man, we're going to take a quick two minute break here and take a look at a feature bike. Um, and this is actually one that we got in from, uh, from our partners over at drag specialties. We love Sharon every year when they have the cover bike from the, uh, the, the catalog, the old book and the the big book we love having their bikes in the magazine and on the show so we're going to take a second to look at that when we come back on the other side we're going to go straight to our guest. don't go anywhere you're watching shop talk through the courtesy of the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio we'll be right back
5: How you doing? I'm Dave DePore from DD Custom Cycle, located in Lakeville, Illinois. The entire build started with the platform of a 2018 road glide, and the whole goal was to actually make a bike that looks like it's going fast, sitting still, long, low, tough, it's got that fat, mean stance with the big tire in the front, um, and still make it flowing from front to rear, using as many parts as I could out of the catalog. Um, my whole theory is less is more, and keeping the details. So every part of the bike has 99% of the parts can be seen in the catalog and from various vendors, all high-end parts and accessories, then anybody can turn to a page, find that part, order it, and they can build a bike very similar to it. I took the Performance Market with all the gold accents the Performance Machine, the mid controls, radial brakes front and rear all of which are seen on the Performance Builds. Uh, I combined it with the Fat Tire Craze, which is very popular now as well. Made the entire bike look like it's moving, but sitting still with a long, low, tucked appearance, like a hot rod, like an old 51 Mercury. It draws attention, I'll just say that. I got a lot of Nick Trask parts on the bike, Performance Machine, we got Legend Suspension at the rear, a Paul Yaffe Stretch Tank, Nick Trask Risers with the Motocross style T-bars which gives it that performance style, performance machine, new handlebar controls with gold accents, tons of custom MX lighting features for 2022. It does have sequential lighting at the back, which is our newest module they just introduced. So you can take up to five LEDs and sequentially illuminate them from left to right or right to left, depending on how they're installed. The bike ride's amazing. The uh, T-bars give you that comfort, that sitting stance where your feet are in the mid control position, like you're sitting in a chair. You can throw it in the left, throw it right, wherever you want. It's got the uh, chain conversion at the back, tons of power. Uh, the bike brakes with the dual radial brakes up front and the radial rear on the billet swing arm by Trask. All of which are just amazing details and features on the bike that make it truly rideable and it's not just a showpiece. paint shop started out as a Porsche Voodoo blue color. Jason and I had spoke and I wanted to incorporate gold to tie in all of the cold colors on all the performance machine parts. The Nick Trask swing arm that we added as gold as well as well as the risers, the Gold Ops wheels. The final product is is awesome. I love it. Everyone that's seen the bike just loves it. I will say Drag Specialties is the best aftermarket parts source and supplier by far. You've got the most parts. The delivery times, one to three days, depending on where else it comes from. You can't ask for anything more than that. Uh, The part selection, the amount of vendors, the amount of choices and options is huge.
4: Riding takes you from A to B or just lets you escape. There's a flow to the road you share, so go with it. Eyes open and always have the Law Tigers by your side. If you've been injured in a motorcycle accident, visit us at LawTigers.com. Law Tigers, America's motorcycle lawyers.
0: making a trophy for a uh, old school shopping show at the Full Throttle Saloon Monday August 8th
6: at Sturgis. Uh, there's no winner or loser at this show however we're going to be giving out this trophy for the Baker Drive Train Best in Show pick.
2: Be there,
4: be square, see you in Surgeon. Spurt
0: fucking Baker TV. All right, hey, welcome back to Dennis Kirk's studio. You're watching Shop Talk live every Sunday at 9 p.m. here in the Cycle Source Magazine World Headquarters, 50 floors below the street level. Hey, man, um, before we go any further with the show tonight, I want to take one moment and uh, pass along some serious news. Our Our very good buddy, Negotiable Parts Tim, passed away this this past week, and we didn't get a chance. You know, everybody was posting everything on Facebook and and Instagram. We didn't get a chance to send along our condolences, but the motorcycle industry will largely have a deficit without his benefit. Yeah. Good guy. Yeah, buddy. That was a sad one. Another hit home one. I know, dude. I know. The good ones, see, and that's what they say. Only, only the good die young. Oh. Me and you, we're gonna be a hundred and two.
3: Oh, Mark's gonna live till he's two hundred. <laughs> no,
0: so excited because you keep wishing it on him. Hey, so we. Got I a- love him so much. <laughs> we-, <laughs> we got a great guest tonight, smart ass. <laughs> <gasps>
1: oh.
4: Let's, oh, let's let that, that one. That's yeah, my that, thing. Oh um,
1: yeah.
3: Sorry.
4: <laughs> she was too busy ripping on me. Yeah. How, how about the cue?
3: Loser. The Q. So tonight's guest, Um, I don't know how many of you know him, probably everybody, because his new bod- podcast is taking off like wildfire and a drought. It's ridiculous. Motorcycle Knuckle Busters um, host Mario Krim is with us tonight. But he's not just the host of Motorcycle Knucklebusters. He does so many cool so things within dope. our industry, um, and I've known him peripherally for you know a couple of years wow.
0: now. Say so so that three times. Somebody fast. give her a quarter. <laughs> that's a big word.
3: <laughs> for a couple of years now, so I thought, what a better way to get to know him than live on the air with all of you?
0: All right, let's check him out just hanging out in the shop is brought to you by spectral oils made in usa since 1966 the best oil on planet Earth. mario what's up man
6: hey just uh here in illinois just a few miles from uh, lake villa where that uh drag specialty bike was built so that, that was pretty cool to see you uh, know right recognize on. some of the uh backdrop there but heather thanks for the introduction and uh chris and uh mark you know really appreciate you guys having me on it's uh to be a lot of fun to talk
0: oh it's our it's our pleasure man like heather was saying in the in that intro you know it's it's amazing when we see someone else doing so much stuff in this industry it's it's nice to see that like people are always telling us how much stuff that we do and man like
6: you're really, everywhere you're, you're,
0: you're into you got a little bit of everything going
6: on well it's uh you know we're trying to. Uh, I've got a team behind me that's that's really supportive a uh, company i work for that's very supportive allowed me to do things um but I just since getting into the community at large that you guys have been involved with for many years unlike myself it was really only going back six seven years of being involved at, at a higher level once i got involved you know i, I realized that i found my truck and right. uh, the motorcycle community you know i the, what i've seen from everybody here um from big names to small names i mean you talked about rusty wallace you know you talk about him being at sturgis you know and he's just a great guy and yeah. you know like i've had great conversations with rusty you know rusty will walk up to you and and just start shooting the shit with you um,
0: hey and, but you know what more more than that too when i said he's just a good old country boy like usually late at night when we were You know, back when there was a lot of alcohol and antics, and and we were doing crazy shit, he would be—he'd be right in the mix, going, "Boy, look at that thing! He burned that motorcycle (laughs) to the ground!" (laughs) And that's—I mean—that's cool when you see when you see somebody with that stature, like letting letting his ass out and having a good time.
6: Well, that's—I mean—that's—that's that's the motorcycle world. I mean, especially going out to Sturgis, you know, you see that. You know, we were all just the Tennessee, you know, the way folks enjoy themselves down there and stuff, you know. And it's um, people being real, and I think that's—I think that's why I enjoy motorcycle community so much, and and why I feel like it's my tribe because people are real.
3: So now let's back up because you had just said that you've really only been like fully ingrained in it for the past six or seven years give us a little bit of your history
6: well as a kid um i grew up not too far from where you guys are at up in pine lake right up on uh, pennsylvania ohio border and it's farm country and so as kids there you know you had dirt bikes you had the little you know the little 50 cc bikes to chase the cows in and stuff like that you know and Um, You know, we'd graduate up and have, you know, some Kawasaki dirt bikes that we'd rip up and down the roads and everything else. And then I went off into the service and uh, didn't do a whole lot of riding there until I got stationed in Europe. And when I was in Italy, started riding again. And uh, so I was very fortunate. got to ride all over Europe, Uh, go to Switzerland, go up to see my family in Holland. Um, Italy was great. I mean, it was just it was a lot of pure enjoyment it's just some of the best riding in the world and the best part about riding in in Europe is that you know the drivers are very respectful and they're very cautious around psych you know motorcycles and so you don't have the dangers that we you know we encounter here then I came back I got out of the service and uh, got into raising a family and stuff like that and um, ended up with doing some riding but not you know not serious not not heavily involved and then about seven years ago um i got into work for a company that was in the motorcycle industry started doing some things um around you know with uh auctions Sturgis rally daytona different things like that and that's when i like i said that's when i found my tribe that's when i started getting heavily involved in the community and uh have
4: looked back since it's not hard to it's not hard to find camaraderie in this group because everybody's you know pretty kind and and to, to make your niche you know obviously you're this is this is happening for you real fast with this podcast like it's coming in hard well and you i
0: mean uh, und- undoubtedly like you know you're you're nice people yeah. or you're a nice person. People like you. They want to support you. But you obviously do have a good team behind you because that thing's kicking ass. Yeah.
6: Yeah, we've I've got I mean, Cody the producer, he is that that guy's rock solid. He does <clears throat> such a good job. He's such a professional. Um, some of the guests there are people that I brought on, but Cody's found some great guests. We've had some people that we brought on, and what we're trying to do, um, we recognize you know, you had your show and your show is fantastic because it's teaching people about, you know, the news, you're talking about, you know, new uh, products that are out there, you know, just stuff that's going to help somebody to build a bike, to do different things, you know, the more of the mechanics of stuff. And we went a different route. I wanted to talk about the people of this community mm-hmm. because that's what's probably the most misunderstood thing about bikers is the diversity of what this is. You know, the tapestry of, of motorcycle people is, is pretty intense. It's pretty, pretty involved. It's very intricate. And so we've been seeking those things out. And I kind of like, you know, if you ever watched, uh, remember Paul Harvey back in you oh, know, yeah. the day, yep. and you know, Paul Harvey always did the rest of this. <clears throat> and so we decided, you know, let's tell the story of, of the individuals in there. Um, and so it's been, it's been a lot of fun to, you know, talk about these folks, tell, t- tell their history, tell about who they are. Um, but more importantly, what we found out is that when those stories come out, especially stories that may not have been heard, we just had a couple with uh, the Billy Lane interview that, you know, Billy's like, well, you know, I've never talked about this before. You know, these are stories that are repeatable. So when guys are sitting together, guys and gals, and talking about uh, things going on, they'll say, hey, you know, they start talking about, you know, Billy Lane was saying this. And they're like, well, where'd you learn that at? Well, we learned that because um, we were watching Motorcycle Knuckle Busters. Right. You know, And the numbers that thing did, I mean, Facebook alone, I think we did 548,000
0: views. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, that's great. Did, did really,
6: really well. Yeah, and Heather will, Heather will throw play. that
0: that link up um, so people can check that out because it was a really good interview it was and that you know having haven't been somebody who's had an interview or two with Billy Lane over, over time like sometimes it's really really good and sometimes it's you know you get you get through the information you talk about the stuff that you have but you know to really get him to sit down and be comfortable and yeah. and, and talk like that that's good that's a talent yeah
6: that's that's something we had. Uh, if you go back, we did one episode. We did uh, a little gal named uh, Lila Everly. Now you guys might remember from the Chopper Show last year, the Schools Out Chopper Show. She was that uh, fourteen-year-old girl with the uh, little chop, mini chopper. Yeah,
0: yeah, yep.
6: And uh, so we did a show with her. Well, her sister uh, Piper is now. She's nine. She's working on her own bike.
0: Oh no! Okay. So
6: we brought them on, and I got to tell you that was so interesting because poor Piper. When we first brought her on and tried to talk to her, she just stoned silent. She she couldn't even talk. So I just kept talking to her, warmed her up. She started speaking. Then we got into the show and she did great. She nailed it. So I was really proud of her. So that was a that was a really good time.
4: Yeah, that's cool that you know you you're going from one end of the spectrum to the other. You know, from somebody like Billy and Big. Big name people, all the way down to these little kids. The cool part about it is, like you said, you you get these people on the show, and you know, people see them on build offs from years ago and stuff. They think they're larger than life, and you know, and then you find out they're just like regular people. You they know? enjoy having these conversations and and getting it out of there. And you know, it's pretty cool that you're actually, you know, bringing it to the table and showing it to all these people. It's a well, it's that a that's always been the thing too. You know, like we
0: we talk a, a thousand times about the fact that people people that judge motorcycle people at face value have no idea Yeah, you know what i mean and and that's that's really it like what what you get out of a show like yours mario is if you get into the depth of yep. who people are and their families and the, you know the layers that go you start to peel through past, make you understand
4: go past that motorcycle a little bit yep
6: yeah it's it's uh i i think that's what i'm trying to show to people um and I, and I know we've had a lot of comments. I've, I've got people that have come up to me and that, are, that aren't bikers, that are, that are watching and say, I, I've never rode a bike in my life, but I'm watching your show. And uh, I'm like, really? And, and, and I ask them, well, what do you like about it? And they're like, I just like learning about the people. I, I have a different perspective of bikers and the community of what you guys all do out there. And, and th- in that, I really feel like we're accomplishing something special.
4: Yeah. It only took people what fifty years to figure that out.
6: (laughs) No kidding.
0: Oh man, it makes me think about the T-shirts you you see. The people, hey, Charlie Cody wants his yeah culture back. He wants his culture back. Or twenty years ago they wanted to kill us. Now they want to be us. Right.
3: So, how many episodes in are you now, Mario?
6: So we're, what, 18 episodes in? I mean, we're just very fresh. Wow. That's, that's outstanding. That's I mean, because it is
3: taking off like wildfire. Yeah. It's really, you found a really good niche there, and I think it's definitely yeah. something.
6: Some, of the, I mean, some of the interviews that were really fun. I mean, we did one with Michael Lichter that and Michael's always a great interview. And, and what I walk, I mean, that's something else, is that what's fun about this is I'm also learning about people, too. And i talked to Michael, you know, numerous times, um, spent a lot of time with him various places, but to sit down and have an interview with him and, and realize, you know, how he remembers every picture. Every oh time. yeah. Oh yeah. boy, Yeah. yeah buddy. And, like
0: nobody's business.
6: Oh, And he just, he tells you, he says, Oh, well this was going on and this was happening. And while this was going on, and you're just like, you know, I'm just blown away. <laughs> and we did, we, we were bringing pictures up with Michael and we were, we were rolling through these pictures that I picked out and he's like, Oh, Okay, and, and he knows right away, and he tells you the whole story behind it. Yeah, and uh, that that was just amazing. Or you could take like Rick Fairless when we we talked to Rick, and Rick's a lot. You know, Rick's a hoot. He's just he's such a good interview. But to uh, have him tell stories, he he told this story about uh, we had a picture of him and his wife, and they were it's before they were married. And he goes, "That was in my grandma's house." And I said, "Okay." And he said, "Yeah." He goes, "Well, he goes, I got to tell you about that." He says, "Because." My grandma, you know, she was old school, and and we're we're at the house there, and because the evening was wearing on, and and everybody's getting ready to go to bed, and she says, uh, "Okay, well, you're in this room, and you're in this room," and he says, "Oh, wait a minute, Grandma," he says, uh, "We sleep together," and she's like, "Well, uh, no, not in my house." <laughs> it took a little bit of convincing, and yeah, eventually they convinced her they were in fact going to be getting married, and Grandma said. Okay, I, I don't like it, but I guess I guess I'll laugh. You know, so those are just fun stories to hear about people. You know, because you're hearing their history.
0: Yeah. Okay, so I need to bring this up. This picture of you with with the Fawns. Oh, so, yeah. with the statue. So listen, mo- <laughs> most of most of us children of the '70s were were fu- were fans of the Fawns. Yeah. Fawns was, I think, he was our our first. Motorcycle idol for a whole lot of us, but later on life, as you, as you get to learn more, were were you a Triumph Fonzie guy or were you a, a knucklehead, <laughs> knucklehead Fonzie guy?
6: Well, I I, <laughs> I have a Triumph that I ride. It's my it's my it's, it's my runabout bike, so it's 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 a, it's a bobbed out Bonneville. But uh, I I would definitely lean more of the Harley. So
0: you know, I've I've had plenty of Triumphs too, but when you talk about henry winkler's work as the fawns and like and what he what he meant in that little mixture that chemistry that was going on when the producers decided to for lack of a better term dumb down his character and move him off of the knucklehead they turned his black leather jacket to a brown, brown. one yeah i don't even you know.
3: remember any of that
0: oh it was hey it was a coup man like for, for biker people it was a coup
6: no it was <laughs> it was and you and, know, and then take them off a knuckle. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, right. We were knuckle busters, and you know, and if you notice, like in our intro, we 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 put a knucklehead in there, and we went and found the sound of a knucklehead. Yeah. To to play over that, so that it would be authentic, because we knew the biking community hey. is purist. You know, and people are going to say, "Well, hell, that that sounds like you know, that sounds like a panhead. That's not doesn't sound like a knucklehead." Guys will figure that out.
0: So we no. went all in. Another one of your another one of your pictures here that we want to talk about. Heather was uh, Heather was talking about in pre-show with us.
3: Those angel wings that you had made.
6: Yeah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm working on the next the set for this year. So this the set this year is going to have uh, over 400 uh, pieces in it. So if you take a look at that, there's a couple of things. So at the bottom is knives. So those are those are knives. They're all textured to look like a feather. And then the rest are spoons, and they're textured to look like a feather. And then, when we did the design, you'll notice there's the uh, there's a upside down heart there. And yeah. what that represents is that when your uh, when your earthly angel becomes your heavenly angel, it turns your it turns your heart upside down. And, and so uh, this will be the third year they're going to be sold at the uh, uh, Legends Ride. So last year they raised five thousand dollars, and uh, hoping they do better this year.
3: I think that's fantastic. I really, really do. Now, I am fortunate enough to have a piece of jewelry that you made um, because you're just so kind and so generous. Tell me where your inspiration for, like, I'm going to make a giant set of wings out of, <laughs> of silverware it comes right. from because it's beautiful. And to if you don't know what it's made from, you would never know because it's a stunning piece.
6: Well... I, I was making some pieces. I was making necklaces, uh, textured to look like feathers, and they're a little bit more detailed. Um, I don't have the time to put into each feather on on this piece, but so I made them. And I was looking, and I had this massive pile of spoon ends. And it was just the bowls, and I'm like, "What am I going to do with this? I mean, I've, I've got so much of it. I'm going to throw it out, but it seems wasteful to me to throw it out." And there it was. I was making one of the feather pendants, and I said, "Oh, I'm going to make I'm going to make some angel wings." And so he came up. You know, we got got a pattern together, cut out a template, and everything for it. And just started putting it together, and it came together beautifully. So I mean, the, the first year uh, they sold. Uh, Woody, uh, Brad Woodruff, he actually stopped the auction because there's a, a friend of mine who would lost her son and there was pretty intense bidding going on. Woody walked up and he said, Hey, he goes, I'm sorry. He goes, these are already sold. And people were a little confused as what was going on. And and Woody said, I bought him. And he says, um, and we're going to, I'm going to give them to Heather. And, uh, Heather was bidding on, him and he gave them to Heather. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, it was very emotional. Now, Heather, she's bound to determine she wants to buy them every year. And, uh, well, for the next four years, because she wants to have a set and each one of her other children. And so she says, you have to keep making them for at least the next four years. Last year, it was really tough because she bought them and then I had people coming up to me and a whole bunch of people wanted to buy them. But I committed, the only time I'll make the large wings like that is for Sturgis because I want it to be special. You know, if you're going to buy them, that's the only way you're going to get them and it's all going to go to charity.
3: Oh, I think it's fantastic. Now, I know because I talked to you before, you told me that you are not an artist. And I think you're lying. <laughs> just saying. Well,
4: um, I, I, never, think, I think I Heather never just called you up. <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah, well, I never really thought of myself <laughs> as an artist. And so I have a page on, on Facebook called the Twisted Fork and Spoon. And so I don't get to do as much with that because of my involvement with other stuff. But basically, I went through a... I went through a divorce i moved from western pennsylvania Grove city to chicago and uh i got into doing uh, i got into cycling got back into cycling uh bicycles so so i, I got a really nice trek Madone. i wanted to get myself in shape started so getting back in the uh, buying other bikes and stuff like that and i was getting involved with stuff
0: is this and the right then, one
6: yep yeah, that's the right one so the first the first winter hit and it was horrible, and I was bored out of my mind. And uh, I decided I was gonna make a spoon ring. So I made the spoon ring, um, started messing around with that. Then I started, uh, people were like, hey, you know, you could sell these. And they started doing that stuff. But eventually what I did is um, someone across, I had a, my, I lost my mom oh. to breast cancer. So Heather, when you you know, you talk about, you know, losing your father to cancer and mm-hmm. how, you know, how meaningful that is to That's you. Hard. I uh, I made a breast cancer bracelet and I said, whoever wants it can have it because I knew my mom would like that. And uh, what ended up happening is uh, some lady in Michigan asked for it and I sent it off with a woman who had bought for me at a couple of different shows. Um, she said, oh, I came out of uh, having a double mastectomy and during recovery, I opened up Facebook, and the first thing that I seen was, uh, you've given away this uh, bracelet, and, I, and I'm going to be so proud to wear it. Well, I knew I had to make her one. And at that point in time, I decided that's what I was going to do. So it's going to make breast cancer bracelets. So now we've done 2,500 bracelets. Uh, they've gone to every state in the country. I mean, every state. In, yeah, every state in the country and uh seven nations.
3: Wow. So, that's amazing. And
6: that's actually a set. Those that set right there. That was I did that for a gal out in Pennsylvania, um at state college, and she lost her brother to uh, brain cancer. So I took their family silverware and I just made bracelets. Wow, and that's, that's
0: great, that's, dude.
6: Yeah. I love it. So that's what that's what so does there.
0: Mike Draco is is uh on and he's asking us to have you please tell the reason why Woody bought them for her, so everyone understands. that There's more to well, that
6: story. So Heather lost her; she lost her son earlier that year. And uh, I had actually done some pieces and some things with Heather. I've known her for a while, um, and I think you guys might have a picture you'll post of later that with her and I up on stage giving away a bike uh, to disabled vet at Sturgis. But great people. Her, her, and Jess are just just solid earth people from Texas. Uh, you know, I see them at the uh, Mecom auctions. I see them at Sturgis. Yeah, that's Heather there, uh, standing next to me. Um, but she she lost her son, and you know, if you knew, if you know Heather, I mean Heather and Jess, these are people that they they love hard. Okay, they love their family. They're they're all about family. They're all about friends. And I and it was devastating. And I was a little the making these wings. And I, I sent her a picture, and I said, hey, you know, um, I'm making this. And I uh, just thought she might like to know. She fell in love with them, And so she was bound to determine she was going to get him. But Woody, because she's such a great supporter of the CHIP, and a lot of the charities and things that goes on, Woody was bound to determine she wasn't going to buy him. He was.
3: That's awesome. Yeah.
0: You know, a lot of people, He's uh, he's another one that's kind of a – a, a sleeper you know what i mean like a he 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 sort of comes off like a hard ass sort of like a cold calculated businessman and when you find out the stuff that he does behind the scenes like we did our our sturgis 80 year anniversary documentary that we did we got to spend a lot of time with him and there's still footage that we have to release of his interview it it like it's still it still chokes me up oh my god! Like he's he's one of the most patriotic serious oh like yeah. proud of his area proud of his town proud of motorcycle people like i was i was taken i was taken aback after oh. i got to know him through that interview
3: it was a wonderful interview wonderful interview
4: and figure just by you know being the, run, the guy that runs a buffalo chip you gotta have some kind of coarseness going through your veins. That's tough dealing with all those people. So, I mean, obviously he's, he's not that person that everybody sees in that situation, which he's a totally different person.
3: So I'm going to put you on the spot real quick about a particular piece that I know you started. um, And I keep watching and I keep waiting for it. It's a similar to your angel wings, but it's a a headdress that you are working on. Mm. And have you made any progress with that? And I know it's a big undertaking. I can't even imagine how long it would take you, but I keep watching for it. Tell me I didn't miss it.
6: Well, yeah, that's so I, I ended up actually pulling that thing apart. I, I was making some progress, but I decided I didn't like the way it was going. Um, and I think, you know, Chris and Mark can relate to this. You know, you start a build and you don't like the way the build's going. And you're <laughs> like, no, I'm taking this yeah. and I'm redoing this. Or, I'm going to remachine this. I mean, uh, you know, all the builders I talked to, they, that seems to be, you know, an issue. Um, I started doing it, and I, there was, I didn't like a certain element of it, so I pulled it apart. I started to put it back together, but now I'm, I've made it a lot more complicated. <laughs> so when, oh,
3: that sounds like Chris. Yeah.
6: yeah so when <laughs> when I get that one done, um, you know, I'll have to find. I want to find a good charity for that, but I'm actually want. So what I'm doing with this one, it's going to be silverware, but I don't know if you guys know it, you know, so i live right. You know, I now live on Lake Michigan, right? by right Lake Michigan and I go beach glass hunting. It's like a really, when it's early morning, there's at the crack of uh, daylight, I like to go out and walk the beach and I find beach glass and just huh. in fossil stuff like that. So the, the part of the headdress that's, was typically done with wampum beads. I'm going to do that all in uh Beach class, different colored beach class, and make it very intricate and everything like that. So,
3: Chris, I just um, dropped you a link to where he had started it, where I initially saw it. So, I'm waiting for this piece because whatever charity it goes to, I'm bidding and bidding and bidding because I just, I know this piece is going to be extra special and it speaks to me already.
6: So, yeah, that's, that's going to, that's going to be a, I've got, you know, got a lot of silverware set aside, it's textured, it's ready to go. Um, I just got to start putting it together. I just wasn't liking the way the feathers, because I when I got further into it, I was about halfway through it, I'm just like, I don't like the way they're laying. And so I pulled it back apart and re, restarted
4: it.
3: And you're an artist. You have to You have to feel what you're creating. So, again,
4: you know, liar. Here, here's the cool part about the whole thing. We started this whole conversation with Knuckle Buster's and then like you'd said, you've only been in this industry for six, seven years and yet your art and the things oh. that you do are so deep invested, you know, you could, take, could you he, imagine if you were here twenty you, years? But you he, know
0: he takes the time to really know the stories. That, yeah yeah. From, right. from the first time that you mentioned that. That's what that's what really matters. You know, I've twenty five years now with Cycle Source and that's what I that's what I'm most proud of is being the storyteller that I get to be the person that tells these stories,
4: yeah, and it's it's like you know we you're talking about you know Heather from the Spoke and you know or uh, Heather from uh, Buffalo Chip and you know stuff like that, and I'm thinking to myself like I all day long it's this my first Father's Day my my dad had passed away last year it's my first Father's Day without him around and like it's so like those those wings and and stuff like that it's so deep it hits people so deep so as much as knuckle busters is a push it seems like you have a whole nother direction where you're grabbing a huge part of this industry uh, apparently is the art that you're not the artist of you know what i mean like so it's it's actually pretty cool that what you're doing you're you're a huge you know making a huge difference because you're touching people's hearts as much as their motorcycle mind you know which is cool
3: and it goes, well I'm sorry, go ahead, Mario.
4: I was just going to say, so I spent, um, in the 80s, I spent
6: a lot of time down in Honduras and El Salvador. Um, we were down there, we were military advisors. Uh, we were trading uh, soldiers and stuff down there. And uh, one of the things we started doing a lot is, is we were going out and doing a lot of relief efforts. Uh, we were helping people get clean water. We were helping to feed them. Uh, different things like that, giving safe passage to people from the Peace Corps, things like mm. uh, just stuff that built communities. And, and that was the thing that we tried to do. And I found when I was doing that, I really, really enjoyed that. Um, to me, that that's what was, that made me feel good about being there. It, it gave me purpose. So when I got started doing the, the, the bracelets, you know, that that gave me purpose. And that, I got to be honest with you, it gave me an outlet. It gave me an outlet because I lost my mom when I was in the service. And I don't think I ever fully mourned my mom. Um, but I did through that. I mean, mm-hmm. here I was doing breast cancer bracelets. And, and women were reaching out to me and um, just telling me what a difference it made. And they were also sharing their stories. And like, you, you understand, I'm going through this. And I feel like nobody... Nobody's listening to me. Nobody understands. People avoid me and everything else. So I kind of got a perspective of what it was for my mother to have that journey yeah. and to enter life very young, you know, uh, you know, young children. I was the oldest. And uh, so it, it meant a lot for me for healing, but it meant a lot to me because it, it filled my heart. So now, you know, we, we play it forward a little. And here I am in the motorcycle community. We're getting involved. And, uh, you know, so doing the art, uh, if you do the, uh, you know, the, uh, bike uh, Maryland Stump does the, uh, draw the blank guys, flying, flying, pistons. Pistons. Flying, pistons, yeah. flying pistons, you know, I've done jewelry and things for that. Uh, I've done, you know, for the ladies ride. So I've done a lot of stuff for, for, for that as well. So rings, bracelets, various things like that. But I really enjoy it. So, now we're getting involved and I know you know you guys are gonna bring some of that up. you know we're getting involved with now builds that um, we're doing with folks, bring in a lot of different uh, people just trying to organize and, and do something special that we can all make a difference.
3: Well, and I have to give you a lot of props because in every community there's givers and there's takers. And you absolutely without a doubt have become a giver because you didn't just join the community. You're becoming a leader in the community and you're stepping up where you see a need yeah. in those places.
0: Well, and there's and, there's some keys to talk about there too, because like what you talked about having a having an outlet to deal with the loss of your mother. You know, we had a brother of ours, Jeremy um what was Mutton Chop's last name? Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. We watched him go through that. You know, yeah. he came into this just a wild ass kid that was into choppers, and you know, and and through his losing his mother to cancer, he he built a, a a pink chopper and an initiative and all kind of stuff. And you could tell that that was that was giving him that outlet to deal with that. And you see so many people, like you said, you're not really the artist, you know, but finding your way to something where. Yeah. You're dealing with stuff inside of yourself, and you connect to other people that are looking for that, for that same way to deal with things that are inside of them. You know, the art, the the culture, the music, the yeah.
4: everything that we do out here. I was just going to say, with Jeremy, I think bringing the awareness with that bike, I think that helped him heal absolutely so much. And now, absolutely. yeah, now you look at him like Jeremy's knocking out of the park. The dude's doing so fantastic. Yep. You question if he wouldn't have opened up his heart and his mind to do what he did would he be doing what he's doing right now you know yeah. him and his wife and they have a slew of kids i think they're starting a baseball team and they're <laughs> just you know they got a farm now and like jeremy's one of the greatest people and it's really cool to see somebody else's misfortune or heartbreak sort of help others make it through theirs which is really cool heather mike Draco says please finish
3: Mike, I'm sorry. I totally squirreled. I don't even remember where I was at. <laughs> it's my fault.
0: I, I talked over you. Dr- Draco's actually bucking for a, a associate producer
4: What's spot. Mike's great. He, he better get on old nest. <laughs> nest I need to start there.
3: making notes though, of what I was talking about, though. <laughs> like seriously. Oh, I know what I was going to segue into. Um, aside from you know the jewelry that you're doing and the wings that you make and the motorcycle knuckle busters in pre-show, we talked a little bit about two bike projects that you have coming up again, going to charity. Um, and you've got some really cool plans in place for those. Let's, can you tell us well, a little bit about the the first one? I know you have pretty much, li- I think pretty much lined up with Mecham. Um,
6: well, we, we've already done one. So this past January, we did one. And this was with Johnny Marcella and Jack McIntyre. You, you guys both know yeah. that. And, uh, so we did the uh, Tunnels for Towers bike. It's a freedom bike uh, that Johnny built in Philadelphia. And uh, so we, took that, we took that to Mekong, uh raised $42,000. Mm. And uh, if, you, if you're not aware, uh, Tunnels for Towers, a great organization, I think it's 97 or 98% of the money they take in actually goes to the people it's intended for.
0: Which and, is, um, which is an amazing a, statistic, right? If it if is. you really get down to the bottom of of some of these quote unquote charitable organizations, yeah, they're a joke.
6: Yeah, and some of I mean, some of them started out really good, and I'm not going to get into naming names uh, because I've actually been approached to doing things, you know, with some of those, and I'm like, no, no way, that's no, yeah. not going to do it, but. You know, if if you get some, if they're 75, 80% or better, you know, that they're doing a good job. But there's some of these, you know, 30, 40% if yeah. you're lucky. So, uh, but we did, we did that bike and um, it went really, really. Well. And so I went about, uh, we started talking about the next build and Emily Campotta, uh from uh, Fox News. She actually reached out to Johnny and said, hey, I love what you're doing. And they got some dialogue going and uh well i guess well this past thursday they fox news came down to philly to the shop started filming in the shop there uh they're going to put a documentary on it uh on the bike on the build the uh this this year it's going to go to dogs for our brave so these are going to be for companion dogs for soldiers Mm. and uh it's a great organization uh we talk about these kids coming back and ptsd and and the struggles they have you know these dogs make a big difference uh massive difference and uh that's her charity and that's what she felt for uh felt was important to her and so we got behind that and uh you know she's a, she's a gearhead she she jumped in did some welding everything else so she's she's getting right in there and she's getting involved and she's really um taking charge. She's not one of these people that's going to stand back and just watch it happen yeah. and then that's awesome. take credit for it. She wants involvement. And, uh, I really appreciate that out of her. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, buddy. So,
3: I do need to take a, a quick moment because I don't think any of us have said this yet. Thank you so much for your oh, service absolutely. to our country. And yep. thank you, um, for honoring your brothers and sisters with all this charitable work that you take part in, in some way or another. I think it's outstanding. Um, and I think a lot of people could absolutely follow your lead if not, you know, well, thank
6: you. I, contribute. I appreciate that. But I feel like that, you know, I, I was lucky because the service didn't help define, me. um, I, can't, I I, my mom was dying of cancer, you know, my, uh, didn't have a good home life because my dad wasn't really involved or cared. So, um, if it wasn't for the service, I might have been, you know, one of those statistics. Yeah. And uh so I feel like the service gave me as much as I gave it because it it really did define me as a as a as a man, as a person. And uh, uh I'll I'll never, you know, discount that because I'm I'm who I am because you know, there was people that cared about me and made me somebody.
4: Yeah, and, and like you're saying, it, it seems like you went a little further than just your service bit, but the more and more I'm listening to this. And like you just said that, you know, you're who you are because of that. I'm going to say, it seems like your mother did a really good job because you're who you are because of what you felt there from her. You know what I mean? And it's, it's pretty cool because it seems like you took that feeling and you put that into everything that you've done from then on in. And Mm. dude, from what the little bit that I thought I, you know, I knew coming into this, you're a way bigger man than than I, I imagine. Just a knuckle buster, dude. You do some really cool shit. So, yeah, you're uh, You're pretty awesome.
6: Well, Mark, my, my mom died forty years ago, and and there was a lesson I took from that, and I, um, you know, I realized that, you know, my mother will live through me, yeah, and I want to exemplify those qualities and those beauty that those things that made her a beautiful person and people, you know, loved her for.
4: Yeah, well, she'd be and, proud too. Uh, so. You
6: know, we were, you know, you know, guys, we were down in Tennessee obviously and you know, um, for TMR and that flood, I was in that flood when it hit almost, uh, oh. you know, it almost got. You know, when we talked about that,
0: worker. dude, I had no idea. I had no idea how serious that was until yeah. the way you explained it to me.
6: Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was unlike anything I've ever seen, but I tell you the, uh, the one, and I don't recall his name, but we brought down some heavy equipment, did recovery. Uh, we needed to recover a bunch of trailers that got washed away that we were doing for the federal government. And, uh, we ended up being asked to recover cars because those people down there, none the tow companies understood how to do heavy recovery. And, uh, Tim, the owner of our company, and and Wayne, one of the founders. I mean, just great guys and very knowledgeable. They went to work, and I I organized things, and uh, they went and recovered, and we were pulling stuff that literally cars that were buried up to their to the roof and rock. Yeah, and getting everything out. But we got one vehicle out, and it was the father of the twins,
1: mm.
6: and mm. Uh, he came over to recover items from the twins, and that was a hard moment because. That kid was busted up, oh mm. and as we're standing there, and he's, he was—he was really, really—he was blaming himself. And I, you know, and I, you know, people don't understand. He had two sets of twins. The older set of twins—they were holding on to him like spider monkeys—and he's got two infants and trying to fight through that water, and he—he he lost the hold of them. Mm. And uh, we oh. talked about that, and I said, you know, um, it's not your fault. I said, but you know, I'll tell you one thing. You do have a huge responsibility. He said, it's to honor the memory of your twins. Yeah. And I said, you have to do your best job and live your best life, raising the two that you have and honoring their lives through yours and, and through those that you can influence. And if you do that, that gives so much more meaning to, to those lives being lost young because they will have inspired and drive you to do great things.
0: Yeah, how how you can, you know, we've had we've had friends that went through horrible situations yeah. that they lost young children, and how you can ever make it past that? I have no idea. You know, my 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 mind is just beside itself, even thinking about that. What a horrible, horrible day.
6: Yeah, I'll never forget that day. But you know, I saw I saw some of the most beautiful things out of of individuals. You know, we were working. 16 17 18 hour days and uh working to the bone and people driving up and bringing you water and bringing you food and you know being there encouraging you and you know just it was uh it was spectacular and people came from all over to do that and uh that's when you see the human spirit at its best and sometimes it takes it takes a tragedy like that to restore your spirit and humanity, because. Yeah, you watch watch the news, CNN or any of that stuff. It just brings you down, and oh, you yeah. start thinking mm-hmm. that mankind's done for it.
0: And lately, lately, it's hard to find it's yeah, hard to a find a, a point to be reinvested in humanity. That's yep. for sure.
6: Well, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, then we've got another bike. We're going to be uh, so we get the Emily bike, but then we're going to be uh, we're putting the final touches on. We're going to do one with uh, Shania Twain and so that's uh look forward to that the gotcha. uh as a matter of fact the picture that you guys uh used as the promo picture for tonight's show that was uh that was a bike that was a bike that had been redone by shannon McCall and and uh ryan evans with counts and i was involved with doing a little bit of work with that and that was actually her opening night at uh, at zappos theater in las vegas for her oh, residency right So we had, uh, that bike was, uh, won by, you know, through a contest and, and the money went to, uh, uh, Shania's kids, which is her, her charity. And it's a really fantastic charity. Uh, Sandy who runs that charity, uh, for her used to be her manager, but now she runs the charity. And so we were talking about things and I, it was funny, I was sitting with, I was sitting with Johnny and Jack and I said, Hey, you guys want to do something with Shania Twain? And, uh, it was an absolute yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's
6: do that. And, uh, they said, why do you know her? I'm like, well, I don't really know her, but I know her manager. I said, you know, let me, let me reach out. Let me see what we can do. And then we, we reached out, told them what we wanted to do, what our ideas were and everything else. And they're like, absolutely. Let's do it. So, so we're putting things together. Um, it'll be, it won't be this, uh, 2023 at Meekum. it'll be 2024. Uh but we're getting a lot of people rallying support behind it, uh, donating some very, you know, product and everything else so that we can keep the cost to, you know, hopefully nothing. And, uh, and roll this thing out there. And uh, it's going to be, it's going to be designed around her. We're going to, we're going to involve her. Uh, One thing she likes, she likes being involved with this stuff. And so uh, she's going to have input about how we're designing colors, um, we're going to engrave this thing. We're going to go all out. We're going to make it something special. So, uh, something that can be, you know, I think it's going to be a museum piece.
3: That's incredible. I love it. So a couple questions real quick. Number one, have you cloned yourself
6: <laughs>
3: and do you ever
6: sleep? <laughs> yeah, I sleep. So I, I do. I, know, yeah, uh, I I did a red eye last night from San Francisco. So uh, I got in, I slept a little, I didn't sleep on the plane at all. I thought I would, but uh, that didn't work out very well. So, so I got a couple hours sleep and uh, took care of the dog and some various things and some chores. And then I got over here to shoot the show. So, but yeah, I, I sleep when I can.
3: Well, we we cannot thank you enough for taking time out of your ridiculously bu- busy schedule to sit and and talk to us. And I'm so glad you did. I mean, I knew you were a good human, and no doubt in my mind that you were a good human. But it's been an absolute honor to sit here and get to know you a little better. And I look forward to doing more. Um,
0: yeah, please. Any of that, uh, to face. any, any of the work that you're doing with those motorcycles, we'd love to, whatever part you see fit that we can help you promote. You know, if you want to come on, if you want to have some of that stuff in the magazine, you're more than welcome
6: to. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love, uh, yeah. I'd love to have a conversation with Johnny and Jack, get some things going. I think that'd be fantastic. Um, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're really, we're proud of the work uh, we're doing. Those guys, you know, they got pure, pure hearts and, and, and the other thing I got to tell you is that, you know, when it comes to motorcycle knucklebusters and, you know, like the school's out chopper show and things we're doing, I mean, I've got, uh, I've got a team behind me with Tim and Cody you know that we all, you know, they're fantastic. And, yeah. uh, none of this is possible. You know, people see me and they think that, you know, I'm the guy that's, you know, doing all this stuff, but I'm not, I'm just the guy that gets on there that's willing to talk and, uh, Without their support and their expertise, none of this gets
0: done. Yeah, man. I'll tell you what, though, it's uh, it, it's it's nice, it's nice to have a team behind you doing that stuff because the hours get long. You know, just sometimes, sometimes having that second set of eyes, yeah, to to look yep. over what over your shoulder, what you're doing is. As a godson. Well, listen, man. Um, tell everybody where they can keep up to date on all your stuff. They can keep track of what you're doing next. The the shows, the the work you're doing, helping other people with their shows, what's going on with the bike builds, everything.
6: Well, uh, you can check us out a couple of different places. Uh, Chopper Show is just it's that's all it is on Facebook. So that's the Facebook page we started up. Uh, I started doing Chopper Show five years ago. Schools out in uh Sturgis and then three years ago uh Mondo joined me as the show hero and stuff so so I've been organizing promoting that now you know this will be the fifth year uh, so we've you can find stuff there uh, that's done just support so we did that I did that in a way so that when people came on sponsorship for our our show there they didn't just get the show, you know, they potentially got 52 weeks of being able to promote themselves, right. you know, and, and their products and stuff like that. But it's, uh, we got a really good international following. Um, I think we're set in 77,000. So, you know, uh, pretty good group of people. So you can find us there. Knucklebusters, we've got two pages for Knucklebusters. There's one for the podcast. And, uh, and then there's the, the Knucklebusters group where you can get on there and you can share and do some stuff as well. Uh, we're also on youtube we're on itunes uh i think itunes at one point in time we hit number five in the world for the auto- all everything automotive wow, no uh, which actually made us number one for uh motorcycles so that was kind of a surprise didn't expect that um and you can uh you know, those those are the main places to find us i mean go to youtube you can check out all the old shows and everything else you know, that page is it's slowly building. Um, I think we're sitting around 1,200 people that follow the page now, but the analytics show us it will probably be somewhere around 5,000 before the end of the year. Um, you know, maybe we'll catch fire with some folks, and that will go a little bit quicker. Uh, so I'll be out at uh, – I'll probably be going to uh, the Shovelhead reunion this weekend. So if anybody's uh, near Milwaukee, I'll be around for that. And, uh, you know, to various things, you know, I'm obviously – based between milwaukee and chicago so i hit a lot of those events and the next big event for me it's going to be Sturgis, and i'll see you guys there
0: yes sir
3: absolutely
0: yes sir we definitely definitely have to spend some time definitely have to spend some time you
6: guys got to remember you know there's you know we didn't talk about having everybody likes to come out and eat with us (laughs) So, yeah. you know, we do some, we do a lot of cooking. Yeah, buddy. So that's kind of become a big we thing. We like you never to do a lot of
3: eating, do. so...
6: Well, you got to show up. I mean, so, you know, Woody will be over. You know, Woody's usually coming over. and You don't know, you know, Gilly Clark might be there from Guns N' Roses and various people like that. You just never know who's going to show up. I mean, there's... It's a wide range of characters. Uh, I've got some good friends who are Navy SEALs uh, that all stay right there with us. So, you know, you're, you get to you get to dine with some guys that are seal team six seal team one members you know former members the solidly earth guys so uh a lot of great builders uh are gonna be there so it's just what we do is we make a lot of food we tell people come on by you know if it's there it's there if it's gone it's gone
4: yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah well, buddy that goes back to the old school motorcycle ways too yeah right <laughs> that's yeah, that's, absolutely. that's where the field party came from Yep. hey we're cooking a pig everybody come and eat
6: absolutely well guys thank you so much for having me on this was you know so appreciated it's an honor for me to be able to you know to be asked to come out and do this with you and uh let's
0: let's definitely do this some more yeah let's definitely there's there's still so much more that we can talk about with you but like i said i want to get involved with you on, on on some of the work that you're doing we want to come back and and have you on you know pretty quick to to get into some of that so keep keep us on the top of your calendar page
6: Absolutely. All right. Done deal.
3: Thanks, Mario. I appreciate you.
6: Thanks, guys. Good night. You, Mario. Thank you.
3: Have a good night.
0: All right. Hey, man, you're watching Shop Talk, America's first and favorite Sunday night motorcycle talk show. Um, we got a lot of show left. And actually, oh we have a surprise visitor coming up for you, coming in from the Chicks on 66. As soon as we come back from this break, we're gonna go to Athena Ransom, who is out on the road with the chicks on 66. Don't go anywhere, we'll be right back.
5: Hey, this is Chris
0: and Heather with Smoke Out. Smoke is going back to Salisbury, the original Rowan County Fairgrounds. The reason why we signed on after two decades of this event going on and seeing two generations of choppa jockeys come out of it we want it to be here for another generation we're having a thing called the legacy invitational let's ask some of the the smoke out ogs guys like paul cox billy lane jeff cochran Donny steve royals donnie luke
3: pat patterson bill
0: Dodd to come in and set up and we've also assigned them the task of inviting a legacy builder either newer builder or someone that's new to Smoke Out to bring in as their legacy. From
3: we'll what I been. understand, the people made this event. Yeah. Like, you guys made this event, and that's what we want to bring back. Um, yeah.
0: Smoke Out's back. We're going back a few steps. We're on County Fairgrounds. Tell your friends Smoke Out is going back to Salisbury. We'll see you in September of 22.
3: You better get to work.
4: Even performance is not some sort of empty slogan or marketing catchphrase, but a way of thinking, a mantra, and something we've practiced every day of the week for the last six decades. Designed, manufactured, and tested in the heartland of America. On and off the track, S&S Cycle is the first choice in power sports performance.
0: All right, hey, welcome back to the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. You are watching Shop Talk going into our second part of the show. I'm Chris with Source Magazine, your host here on Shop Talk, 50 floors below the street level. Um, always big thanks to Dennis Kirk for having us. And, hey, we have a special guest. See, you guys thought we were going to miss the chick stuff, right? <laughs> Chicks on 66 is going on right now, and we have special guests coming in. Live from the road, Athena Ransom. Let's go to Athena. What's up?
7: Hey! <laughs> look,
0: <laughs> look, you can do it. We did it. <laughs>
2: we did it. We did it somehow.
0: So, so it look, it. it's Chicks on 66.
7: We're in Santa Fe. Okay. We are a hot mess. <laughs> We've been working for days on end. And driving. And, and driving. driving.
0: So, is- Athena, for anybody that's been under a rock for the last few months since we actually had, had the, the organizers of the show on, um, tell everybody real quick what's going on, what Chicks on 66 is, and then give us a recap of where you're at in this momentous event.
2: How long is your show?
0: <laughs> <laughs> highlight reel. Highlight reel.
7: Chicks on 66 is uh, 40 women who started in Milwaukee at the Harley Davidson uh, Museum. We actually went to Chicago, and we are on our way down Route 66 to Santa Monica via every little hiccup we could find. Um, We've had a really good time. We've gotten um, some interesting things. We've been shot at. We've broke down. We've fixed things. We've uh, had an oil pump blow up. Yeah, we, we had the little... Wait
0: a minute, what it, do you mean shot power, at? Wait, stop, get stop, get hang car. on. What do you mean shot at?
7: We might, I got I was shot at in St. Louis while somebody was getting carjacked and got rescued. That was interesting. Um, that was the second time. Well, Chicago wasn't really a bullet. It was a balloon, but it was close.
2: <laughs> so, Chicks um, so on 66 is uh, something that Karen Andrea was... Andress. Andress
7: the Riveter chapter the Riveter of the um, chapter. antique motorcycle club of I america am seeing, yeah. yeah that right. so anyway so she <laughs> set
2: this up and she's been planning it logistic logistical nightmare but she's been planning it for a long time <laughs> <out of> <laughs> and about a year So so they're taking 40 women on their motorcycles across the country to do route 66 from chicago where it starts to Santa
4: Monica, and how how hard could that be? <laughs> yeah, God, so easy to get all those he... round up a bunch of women <laughs> and have them do something. <laughs> There's no problem right there.
3: Hey, hey, have you ever tried to get Chris ready to go somewhere?
0: Hey, come on now. Hey, hey Heather, hi,
7: Heather. hi sweetheart, we miss you. You should be here. Uh, yeah, no, no, no.
3: She wants she no. wanted, she wanted to be
0: though. She did.
3: that's way too much estrogen for me
7: (laughs) I love you guys we're all separated they have groups so they have like um, small groups and then they they go whichever route they want to go and we follow behind the vintage bikes myself and Miss Vivian and then we fix what breaks down if it can't be fixed on the side of the road we put it on the trailer and then the two of us spend all night wiring in ignitions and fixing oil leaks and well, they do flat tires on the road and we've had a lot of
2: interesting crap Boy, go on. They
3: sure uh, are lucky to have you guys there. Hey, today. listen, Rob
0: Nussbaum we're Very
2: lucky to have. Them. right. Rob, However, there it hasn't been wait, all drama. Wait,
0: wait. Rob Nussbaum put a comment in that said that that you guys have just been heroes fixing
7: bikes. So <laughs> It's yeah, better totally. It's, totally totally, it's better to be a hero than yes. a zero, yeah, so right. we've been pretty lucky. <laughs> we're um we're we're actually so blessed. So what we did was We worked our asses off on all these motorcycles. And yesterday we had a stop at um, CCMS Clay Shop in Tucumcari, New Mexico. He is the coolest biker, hippie dude. He has his own shop. And he brought all the chicks in and he let them change their own oil and service their bikes. And after watching me and Miss Gypsy for a week, they went in there just like full tilt boogie. And, you know, we checked their work and all that stuff like that. And he did and aired up all their tires. But it was so incredible to watch how they just went from, I'm not sure to, okay, let me in here and let's do it. We made sure they were safe. So it's kind of cool. You know, they're not doing anything that's safety related. They're, you know, doing their basic maintenance, but they were all just fantastic. And it kind of was, it, it, it filled us up. It warmed our hearts because, you know, when we're working on their bikes, they're, they're like, oh, we don't want to get in your way, and we're like, no, this is your machine. Come in and yeah. see what's what going on. Let's make sure that we're you know what we're doing, so you know we're keeping you safe. And then in the future, when you want to go on a road trip, you know you you know the basics of what's going
2: on. And they've been so prepared; they have every tool, every they we have. Had, we had webinars. Yeah, uh, we had webinars. It was Tech Tuesday, so every Tuesday night we do webinars on Face for like four week, five for weeks, five weeks, five. Yeah. Um, just awesome. pretty much telling them a lot of these women had never been on a long trip at all. So, what do you need to bring? What 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 tools do you need? What critical fasteners do you need? And they what do you have to have That's awesome. Uh, set up on your bike.
4: Well, um, and the more you know about your bike, the the better rider you are in the long run. So, you know that information is nothing but gold. You know.
7: You yeah. Know? And everybody really took it to heart. They were very serious about it and prepared. And that was something that was really cool. I mean, you. You do the best you can, and you hope everybody takes it in and and actually, you know, understands that we're going on a long trip. And some bikes are different. Like, we have a Ducati Scrambler. We have a a Goldwing. We have some other different bikes, a Triumph. So, and, I mean, Tina's husband, he rides the Zundap in the Cannonball, and she's just rocking this ride. It's, like, so cool. She makes makes it look easy, that little Triumph that could, right, Miss Tina, we see you over there. Yay! Swinging <laughs> not want to be on camera right now because so we're all a hot mess. This
0: is yeah. this is the cool thing about what you guys are doing though, and really, I mean, what the Riveter chapter? What's exciting about this chapter of of the AMCA is the fact that it is it is about empowerment. And I know that Athena, that's been a, a mission statement yeah. for you for a long time. You've you've been doing seminars and you know and and holding ladies groups and and showing people this stuff for years and years and years, but it's got to, all, all joking aside, it's got to feel so good, like, watching yep. the evolution of this as this ride goes on, right?
2: It's it's absolutely it's amazing. crazy. It's but, amazing. Yeah, Did you see these women, I mean, they're, huh. their confidence level and their Is riding goes up. Way up they're, there. Yeah, they're, they're really wanting to learn. When we were doing tech check on their motorcycles, we had two, two days of tech check to make sure they on the road and they had homework to do from those webinars yeah they had to test their battery they had to make sure that their tires were good they had to they had to put a toolkit together um and so we um i mean when we were doing tech check they were like okay and i'm like yeah you passed everything's good sign here and they're saying do you want to see my toolkit? Tool right? Do you want to see my... <laughs> tool it
1: was,
2: uh, yeah, so they, they really took it to heart. And their, their riding has gotten better. Their riding in a pack has gotten better. They're understanding a lot more about the road and about what it really is to be on the road days and days and days. And
7: Chris, you know how I am. I don't believe that gender has anything to do with your passion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've done all these seminars and things that I've done over the time that, like, Miss Gypsy has done. We've done that because there's a bias out there in some degree that we're used to and we've earned the respect and the things that we do. And we're showing other women that that's the best course to plot when you want to do something like this. And that moves the bias out of what we're doing. And it's cool because they really are self-sufficient. And then their husbands are all like, we're so proud of you. They weren't sure. Like, okay, I'm going to introduce and This is Miss, Miss Sharon. Oh, you're on the other side on the screen. <laughs> so <laughs> she rides a 1965 Panhead that she got ready. She bought it three weeks before the run and her and her oh, husband, hi. Pat went through the whole thing. And she has, this Panhead is the little Panhead that could, I swear. It's absolutely crazy, but she has become one of the cool kids club. She's Me in too. it. We're getting tattoos. Yeah, our little Pan-Aid tattoos. I'm going to get a Pan-Aid so if anybody's got one it's a on a point <laughs> pan <laughs> 22 to 25 and now she's riding an 883 sports car across country and this girl is rocking oh, it like business. Today That's she's awesome. leading the pack and they have their little packs and they're tight and right. They're riding wheel to wheel. They got all the stuff when it's time to file off and do their thing. So they paid so much attention and they're building lifetime friendships. I mean with yeah. people that you would never expect like like yeah we're we're <laughs> we're, the, we're the odd team it's, it's kind of cool but it's really super cool and it, it fills my heart up i mean i'm not going to start gushing crying because i have no tissue because you all know i'm a crier but <laughs> it's cool the oldest rider she's
2: 82 82 years that old wow. that's she cool. she's a great rider what, <laughs> she's a great rider she has knocked it out of the park every single day that's yep. awesome and it's pretty amazing yep. and still elegant every and morning every morning completely um, put yeah. together yeah 112 degree uh heat index except and for
7: today yeah except for today yeah, yeah we're yeah. in santa fe it's like 58 degrees and we're all like <laughs> 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 Turn heat off.
4: well it's cool we, uh, i've been noticing you you've posted some stuff that you were going to be going to do this and for the those of us that know you dude you are so in your element right now athena it's freaking fantastic yeah. That's awesome. so it's cool that you can be there and be a part of helping all these other people you know try and get their feet wet into this i mean i love you to death i think it's fantastic that you're doing this not only because it's something you enjoy but you're giving other people the opportunity to feel the life that we've all lived all these years it's it's pretty cool
7: very well said. i love you all for that and i am so fortunate too because when they asked me to do this i said you know that's really cool but i'm gonna need a partner in crime and so my ride or die is always miss gypsy like we have just been we've, we we'll just bust out laughing at the stupidest shit. We're in the middle of fixing a motorcycle, and most people get pissed off and be like, "I just don't even want it." We're just like, you can't okay. even make this and shit you up. can't make this shit up. It's really you can't. It's <laughs> hey, crazy,
0: this so. is this is the great thing though. A minute ago, you said about how uh, gender gender has nothing to do with your passion, nothing to do with it. but knowing you and knowing Gypsy also. Yeah. Part of both of you receiving the respect that you do as women on the road for right. for your lives is the fact that gender is not an excuse either. It, that's and all you I was say. you hold the other women around you accountable to that same standard. Right. Both of you. Yep.
2: Yes, we do. Well you have no idea how wonderful that sounds. It does and, and especially that's especially coming from you.
7: And you guys you guys yeah. really you, you putting a spotlight on it and having us on the show today really was something cool that everybody's looking forward to they're probably all in their rooms watching now right. <laughs> so it's like you want to be on camera they're like yeah i know we'll
4: watch it. <laughs> well you know one thing one thing that i've said for a long time and like i always hear this all all women this all all women that like to me a rider's a rider i don't care who Amen. you are a woman no. or not so for the you know for all you girls that are actually there riding right now Keep keep going, man. Just keep running. Don't worry about if you're a woman or not. That gender thing has nothing to do with that motorcycle. It doesn't care who you are. Ashley
0: Woodford just said the bike doesn't know if you're male or female. Right, exactly. Rob Nussbaum said there's no crying in baseball. (laughs) He he also wants to know how Cindy Mesmer is doing.
7: Cindy is doing fantastic. Um we thought yesterday maybe we were having an issue, but it turned out that we needed a slight adjustment, so that was super cool. And um it, she's rocking that bandit. I mean, she's she's oh, part no. of the.
4: <laughs>
7: oh yeah. Oh, and then we have
4: photo bomber.
7: Dude. he's driving the truck though. He's not. Allowed he's to the, the grim though, sweeper, he's right? A bang up job. He um, Jason. <laughs> he's in, in the man band. He's in the man band.
4: <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's great. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
7: So and it's been it's been extremely cool. Like it it's, it's really, um, I, I don't, I don't like the word empowering. I mean, it, it's fulfilling and it's, it's a very gracious time in my life for me to look around and say, wow, like I actually can say I, that I've touched a part of these women's yeah, lives. Absolutely. Like miss gypsy has done the same and it's to have the friendships and, you know, they come to you at the end of the night and like this one here, what she's incredible. Cause She's had some whoop-de-doos, and in the <laughs> beginning, she wasn't sure, and now she's just right in there, and she's not afraid to just say, okay, I can do this. What do you need me to do? Can I help you? Um, we did a handlebar job. Ju- we were in, uh, I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> it was somewhere, it right. was somewhere a couple nights ago. It. No, a couple oh. nights ago. We had all these bikes underneath the canopy of this hotel and the lights, oh, and wow. I'm doing a wiring job on handlebars because all the connectors came apart. We had to find that. Sipsy's adjusting a, all the chains. I can't remember <laughs> what state. Oklahoma. 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 <laughs> that's just its own. That's yeah. its own ball of fear But see, there. dude, that like Oklahoma. that's the
0: that's right. the thing, right? It do, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what where you, you did. Are, it doesn't yeah. matter where you are. It doesn't matter the things that you saw. I mean, they matter, but yeah. they're superficial. Incidentals to the to what you you're really doing Make is picture. is spending time. You're spending that time. You will have that forever. Yep. You know, we just had Mario yeah. Krim on, and we were talking about how what's really behind us. It's not it's not the buying and selling. The you know, wow, it's a panhead. Wow, it's a knucklehead. It's the living. It's yeah. It's the living. Like it's it's living life. People don't get that part of it. They don't get that part of motorcycling.
7: And we we're living on the road, and it's kind of cool because like everybody has a different take on it. And when they mm-hmm. break up uh, in their little groups and at the end of the day, we get to the hotel and everybody's got a story. Everybody's got a part of an adventure. And then at the hotel, we have our own adventures. And then we, <laughs> yeah, we're not
2: allowed to tell those stories on camera.
0: Come However,
2: on. Unfortunately, so, Unfortunately, most of the adventures that Athena <laughs> and I have had are, are, have involved lots of tools
7: and <laughs> And so we've, I think, not last last night we only worked till midnight. The night before we were yeah. we were 4:30 4 4 4 and we got up at seven to make sure she was on the road. Went back to sleep for an hour and then we had to get up and go. So yeah. and yeah. yesterday was our day off, so we only had to work till 11. We took the day off. So, Athena, you that was said
3: cool though. Athena, you said you don't like the word empowering, but that's exactly what you're doing.
2: You are <laughs> well, one second, you are helping. you are helping these people find the
3: confidence to do something that they probably never would have thought they could do and now at once this is over i have a feeling that a lot of them are going to be out adventuring and and pushing themselves a little bit further than they ever have so empowering in this case is actually the perfect word yeah for what this journey is doing for the 40 women and I have to even believe for you and Gypsy too like you are getting as much as you're giving yeah. to these women because
4: the do justice
3: you know so and I have to say I was just really joking at the beginning when I said no too much estrogen I would have loved to have been there um you know maybe <laughs> next year I'll be able to be a part of it but I think, I think it's amazing well, you know, what you guys are doing out there. And Gypsy, you know, I got to spend a little bit of time with you on the chase. And you found a special, special place in my heart. So the fact that you're there and doing this, like, the world needs more, more of you. <laughs> and awesome. you too, Athena. Like, you guys are just, you're good role models for women out there. You well, really t- are.
2: Well, I'll tell you. At the very beginning, I thought, I mean, when Athena said, are you in? And I was like, I don't even care. Yeah, if I'm going with you, I'm in. And then she's like, what kind of and shit did like- <laughs> you get me into? <laughs> I, thought, I really thought it, when she told me what was going on, it was like I was sending her little herding cats emojis. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. I, to I
3: God, should have just God. given you guys Chris for a couple of weeks. You would have been perfectly prepared.
4: <laughs> <laughs> hey i was just thinking when gypsy was minute. saying that chris said the same thing to me 26 years ago <laughs> <laughs> for christ's sake i'm ready to commit suicide
2: oh. i have the razor
7: blades <laughs> and, you know i i have to say too it's it's really been um almost like a dream come true to actually see a lot of these women like At the beginning, they weren't sure if they really could do this or wanted to do this. And then when we started doing the webinars and talking about the things that we're going to look forward to, the things that we do to prepare, um, they grew more confident and they were less reluctant to participate. And then when we got to Milwaukee, everybody was like, at TechCheck, they were like, this is fantastic. We're so happy you guys are here. And it really has been life changing. Again, like you said, not only for them, but for us, because we see it happening. We've waited the longest time to watch it happen. And then we're around, I mean, we've made lifetime relationships. These girls are amazing. And to see them just go and they don't care. They don't care. They they don't want to hear about, you know, uh, it's all girl. I mean, we have, it, I guess it's kind of crazy because everywhere we go to eat every day in some town, somewhere, people are following us on Facebook. Yeah. They're taking our pictures. They've followed us since the beginning of this mm-hmm. ride and they've seen stuff. And there's like, some a little bit of fanfare and inside the group there's our own kind of fanfare you know we laugh and joke about the guys in the man van we do everything we can to cause issues for them Um, you know
0: hey we have uh
7: rope jason right now with the cowboy (laughs) rope over here in his hat so listen
0: david crumb david crumb wants to know did jason run out of gas in the man van this is this is this is chronic behavior.
3: <laughs> if, if he did,
7: we're not privy to that information, maybe. Jason
3: runs out of gas everywhere. Yeah. Yep. And sometimes oh! more than once in a day.
1: <laughs> Busted. Busted.
3: Busted. I'm not saying he did or did not, but I would be surprised if he did not. <laughs>
7: He's running away. Running away. Yeah, he, is. he heard us talking about him. He's oh my God, running. He's actually, he's actually running.
4: running. <laughs> pull out a, somebody pull out a flannel shirt, he'll come running back.
7: Wow, you guys know him well. Uh, he's, awesome. yeah. he's
4: one of the standing members of the flannel mafia. Yep. So yeah.
2: That's um, funny. And Chris Summer is back. Yeah, nice. he started to run with us and it got so hot that we're... Ryan, <laughs> come on, Ryan. We're on. We're so- on Shop Talk. We're, oh so- Chris yeah, Chris Sommersin here Maybe we could get her on camera. Like, get out
7: of here. I'm good. I All Security. Box. All security. Oh my oh, God. Go 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 go. go. oh, so you guys are in.
3: You guys are in Santa Fe today.
4: Oh oh, hey. Hey. Chris. hey, look at that.
7: Oh, Ryan says hi. <laughs> Ryan says hi. Bye, Ryan.
4: Look at look at him back there. Look at Chase. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh God, he's so funny! Oh my God!
1: Oh my God! Him. So
4: ask him, did he run out of gas? We want to know. The public wants to know. <laughs> wow. oh,
7: give that back. <laughs> okay, so how many days left? <laughs>
4: who's of this who's epic in
0: charge adventure?
7: over I'm here? Blank. If I'm in trouble, <laughs> we're having more fun than legally allowed. Actually, All right. so
3: you guys are in Santa Fe. How many days left on this epic journey that you guys are on?
7: This time next Sunday we'll I'll be in some cushy hotel bed waiting for the plane, the train, or the automobile. And
2: I will be (laughs) oh pearls, yes, we have the pearls. I I got my pearl next to She's going Texas to meet up with Barry Wardlaw and then riding back to Alabama. Nice. Miss Sharon rode from Maryland to Wisconsin. Yeah, right on. So my bike's gone on a
7: trailer. Yeah, we're tired. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. And then Miss Chris, she's got Buddy. She's like, you know, I Effie, took off Buddy, off, and then I came back. I, buddy
0: Wait,
2: missed you. Tell, but, every, no, tell everybody. Tell That's everybody.
0: Tell everybody Buddy is. Like, Let's
2: tell the yeah. truth. Yeah, it was. It <laughs> we had a bird this long on my leg. Chicago was. Traffic. It
7: yeah. was a. It was, was a big. bad route to Chicago. But we we kind of we had to push a reset button, and that was where we got to share our experience of being riders and living on the road and how we get in and out to places. So,
0: okay, was, take that, take take a second and have Chris tell everybody who Buddy is.
7: Oh yeah, tell everybody oh, who Buddy yeah. is. Buddy,
2: 1934 Harley Davidson. BD. He's a BD. His name is Buddy because he used to belong to Buddy Ekins. And the joke is I got BD from Buddy Ekins.
7: <laughs> <laughs> and it's it better. So Buddy was on the trailer and Miss Gypsy decided to start sending texts to mom <laughs> from Buddy. So oh my Buddy's gosh. been at the strip club. He's gotten a tattoo.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> he's
7: got us, us two weird women following him around. Um, Velma's on the trailer up his ass, but he really just wants to hook up with her oh and have my. some alone time. We'll keep getting on the trailer, like and Karen's bike. And, and
2: Velma is uh, is Jason's, Jason's 34, VL. 34 VL yeah, which is a girl bike, which is a girl bike. A bike. So, so yeah, mean,
7: yeah, what else did he do? He's been, he's been <laughs> strip club. We took him to a strip club We are
2: planning to go to Guadalajara Guadalajara And he said mom maybe we can bring you (laughs) (laughs) too
7: And then she writes back Dear buddy I'll see you in Santa Fe It's okay His last text to her was "Um, Mom I miss you and your taste in friends Is really bad
0: (laughs) (laughs) So listen, can we uh can we schedule can we schedule time in a few more days to get back with you guys again and get another quick update?
7: Yeah, like Wednesday, right? Yeah, let's do
0: let's do something either either Wednesday or Thursday. Okay, Pro- probably you
7: send the link, we'll do it.
0: Probably yeah. Wednesday. Okay, we'll be on cool California time by then. I
7: have no idea where we're gonna be. <laughs> Wednesday. Wait, anybody? what's today? Arizona, Sunday. Anybody? Monday. Tuesdays, two days, yeah. Albuquerque. See? And you, know,
0: you know what happens? It, it all depends whether you take that left turn at Albuquerque. That's where the shit hits a fan on Looney Tunes all the time. Yeah, do
4: not make a wrong turn at Albuquerque.
7: <laughs> well, Yesterday we were in a Little Feet song. I think we had a whole group and we were all singing Willin, you know, yeah. as and Yeah, we were in the restaurant. It was pretty bad. I mean, people were like, "Who are these crazy
2: bitches on motorcycles?" You know what's nuts? Since we're riding, you know, riding sweet, especially behind the vintage bikes, make sure everything everything goes well with them. We were concerned about the other ladies' packs of of women that were going in different places. So we were getting texts all the time. so we were really concerned about that but they have really I mean they have uh they, yeah. have, they have really learned their skills they're right on. they're so independent right now that we're really not getting a lot of texts per se, from on the road. We'll be doing stuff usually at the at the motel at night. So me and Athena actually get get to ride down the road and every once in a while I kind of pinch myself. We look at each other we're like, and we're like, we're riding down <laughs> Wow. Like, like, wow. Bragging rights. Amazing. You, know. you guys are butts off. Oh, yeah. They have,
7: be. have been. Oh. We have, I, hey, we, did, we did our nails before we left. So, the best look for a french manicure is all covered in grease and grime yeah. it is burn, if you can see that or not but it's yeah. really good those are clean today actually uh, yeah we we're just a, washed a so.
2: cannonball. You wore your clothes away. we did <laughs> on
7: the first day of our all-girl team we did our we threw all our clothes away we were so greasy was no washing those none <laughs>
0: All right, you're, well, we're killing, glad me. You
7: had us. you're killing me. You're killing so me. It, it
0: thank looks you. like it's getting dark there. We want to cut you guys loose, but thank you so much for taking the time to give us an update. You, oh
7: my God, thank you so much thank for you having so me so Heather, much. Mark, you know, I love you. You love all me. are a part of my heart, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad. I mean, squishy, squishy, big hugs and kisses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop
2: and, um, her before I kill her. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. That's it,
0: that's it. <laughs> All right, hey, listen, real quick, I have to I have to give you one piece of instruction. Rob Nussbaum specifically says, tell Chris two beers. That's it. Oh, two beers. <laughs>
7: yeah. oh. right now, I, I can't. Oh, we got a bottle of <laughs> We got <laughs> <like> <laughs> edibles with me. We
4: got, we got edibles with Oh,
7: boy. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> oh, wow.
4: Shit's going south fast.
3: Don't send right. any more help.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well listen, I put the link up actually the right the right link the second time I got the right chicks with an X on uh Chicks on sixty six and we'll see you guys yeah. on Wednesday. C-H-I-X. We'll hook back up. Yeah. If
7: you see C H I C K S you get a chicken farm on Route sixty six. It was, it was
0: it it was kinda odd. It Never. was.
4: <laughs> Sounded the same though. It sounds
7: the like- same.
0: All right, listen, you guys all be safe and have a good time. We'll talk to you in a couple bye, of days.
4: Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks.
7: Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, oh, that Lord. is a hot mess express, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Down. I mean, you- I
3: love them all. I love them all. But I would have been like, Chris, save me. <laughs> Save me, Chris. All right, oh, hey
0: man, we got uh, we got some stuff to cut through here real quick. Ser- there's Ma- more. Yeah, there is but lots wait, of show tonight. There's more. We're gonna Can- go to a product real quick, and then we're gonna hit a quick tech tip, and we're gonna come oh, back and wrap this shit up. So really, stick around. It's
3: past my bedtime. You're
0: watching Shop Talk. I might melt. Listen, hey, you're watching Shop Talk. Whatever. The product spotlight is brought to you by Drag Specialties, the world's largest distributor of aftermarket accessories. Hey, this is Chris Cycle Source Magazine, Grease and Gears TV, and this is your Product Spotlight. Today's Spotlight, we're gonna take a look at the Wyatt Gatling Chrome Upsweep Megaphone Pipes. Uh, a lot of you guys from the chopper world will know that we call these cocktail shakers because of their shape. It's a great, easy way to give your bike a custom look. These ones come with embossed flaps on the end. That's kind of nice. The whole thing slips on easily to your inch and three quarter exhaust. Comes with the mounting straps, everything you need. Check them out today at denniskirk.com. Tell them the guys from Greasing Gears Garage sent you.
8: Motorcycle camping—it can be tons of fun, but let me share with you a few hacks and things that can make or break your trip. <laughs> to begin, small modifications like underseat hooks, luggage rack, and even spare gas can help you prepare. I found this little solar light on Amazon that can charge along the ride. Maybe not traditional, but I love Velcro as it creates extra reusable straps to hold small items or large bags in place while you adjust your luggage straps. Luggage with good straps on them is a must. Always carry tools on your bike, including a neck buff for you in case weather changes and tire repair kit. Check your motorcycle. Every ride your tire should have the proper air. Bonus points if you've rigged up a USB port to keep your phone and devices charged. Now hit the road and find camp. Let's talk bedding. Don't go cheap here. Sleeping bags should have two numbers. Comfort, the minimum you'd be happy at temp. And limit, the you probably won't freeze but you won't be happy temp. Plan accordingly. And get yourself a good sleeping pad. Baby wipes make a quick camp shower, bug repellent is a must, and earplugs, whether silencing people or wind noise, are a huge help. I also brought some fire stuff in that bag and picked up some more on the gas station. I know that Duralogs people have some opinions on but they're super easy to carry and the two gas stations nearby because you're supposed to burn it where you get it uh, did not have anything other than that. And then forged in the woods for a couple things too. Don't go around breaking things off of trees and just respect the area that you're in. Again, I can use that USB port to charge my Bluetooth in my helmet and break out the solar light. Next up, jack of all trains, get on the bike, get off the bike. All of the layers. A cheap move with motorcycles since they're filled with gasoline. Boom, gas. Why worry about lighter fluid? And the next day, pack it up and keep traveling. Speaking of traveling, did you know that Law Tigers is a national network of lawyers that actively want to help motorcyclists? So if you're injured on a motorcycle anywhere in your travels, there's a lawyer that's an expert in that area. More information in the description below, give us a follow, and I will see you in the next one.
0: All right, hey man, welcome back to Dennis Kirk's studio. You're watching Shop Talk, thanks to Alyssa and everyone over at Law Tigers for the quick tip on motorcycle camping. Um, man, the show is running on and on tonight. Heather's giving me the the we're going late signal. So,
3: Do you know mostly why? Why? Because the one trait that I got from my father that I wish I hadn't was this. Do you know how hot it is in my... Office, I look like Rudolph.
4: I thought you were you were doing that because you know so, I had to get up no, at five in the morning. it is
3: so hot right? that my nose yeah. Yeah. is I on mean, fire. I, mean,
4: I thought it was all because you knew I had to get up early and work no. a long day tomorrow. But no, no, Fine. no, I'm puffy. I'm, I'm puffy. No, it's, it's time so to go. Red.
3: It's so hot. I'm like dying up here. I got, I'm dying. I got, I got
4: nothing today. Nothing. So
3: no love for Mark today. Let's I'm check sorry, this out. I do love you.
0: Smoke out. <laughs> Bunch of stuff going on on the website. If you haven't seen here lately, um, we are kicking ass. Like we're and,
3: making announcements left and right on that sucker.
0: But listen, this is one of the most important things I have to put out there. We have the history of the smoke out is up on the site now. And dude, it's so great to read this. Like, you know, we lived a big part of it. Michael Lichter, thank you so much for the pictures because... Honestly, these guys were all so busy living this stuff that apparently nobody kept any pictures. Um, (laughs) We're drunk. (laughs) But it's so great to go back and read this and and realize, I mean, you knew that it was was a special thing, but when you realize how much this event was responsible for, you know, the biker build-offs, the Guinness Book World Record Longest Chopper, mini bike racing with costumes, flaming ramp jumps, flaming burnouts, Poker it? chips and motorcycles, like wasn't the smoke out the first um, chopper prom too? It was, yeah, it was first chopper prom. So the history is there. It's something that was never, never really done. Like you know, we're working like not on not in
3: all one piece. Yeah,
0: and we're gonna keep adding to it because obviously we didn't get everything in in one in one crack. So, okay. the uh, the smoke out faithful stick with us, and we'll keep adding to that. We're not gonna drag on through the events and stuff tonight. All of that you can find at CycleSource Source Magazine at cyclesource.com. Click on the our, little calendar. Yeah, and and uh, you can get all that information. We're gonna try to. Pack it all into another show next week, and uh, for all of you guys, be safe. Keep an eye on the chicks on sixty six because they're having a hell of a time out there. Oh,
3: they're a handful yeah. and a half. Holy moly! The yeah. They're Mark, having a good time though. I
0: wanted to tell you a special Happy Father's Day today. I know this was, I know this was a hard day, especially yeah. for you. Yeah, this and, is uh, a sucky one. But I thought about him a hundred times today too. Yeah,
4: it was a rough one. Miss you, Dad.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what he'd say.
1: What do do I I know? know? You
0: do what you want. What do I know? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he would. All right, man. Listen, we're going
4: to wrap it up. Funny part is he'd be watching it. Right? right? I know
0: it. I know it. Always was our biggest fan all the time. So, listen, you guys, stay safe until next week. Thanks for sharing your headspace with us. And uh, until we can figure out some more shit to bring to you here in the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio next Sunday, same chopper time
3: same chopper channel
4: happy father's day felicia (laughs) nothing bad there that's a great show (laughs) we'd like to thank our sponsors for their continued
0: support and we hope you pay them a visit when you're in the market for great motorcycle parts products and events sns cycle macuni american Baco parts the broken spoke saloon twisted tea the iron horse saloon high seas rally twisted choppers twin power drag specialties Geico, Law Tigers, Tech Cycle, Fueling Parts, Lone Star Rally, Hygiene Apparel, Progressive Insurance, Spectra Oil, No School Choppers, Motion Pro Tools.